So I have a question. How are small business owners like us, who are spending 60 plus hours a week working in our businesses and are still struggling to make ends meet, who have no time to spend with family, friends, or the things we value most in life, who feel trapped inside of our businesses and it is consuming our lives? How do we get the freedom to be able to work on our businesses and not in them? That is the question. This podcast will give you the answer. My name is John Nichols, and this is Expansion Code Radio. What's up, everyone? Welcome to today's podcast. My name is John Nichols, and this is Expansion Code Radio. Well, I've got a very special guest with me today. His name is Alvin Narcy, and uh, he's got a pretty interesting story that I'm that about how he moved from Australia to Germany, and uh, we'll get into that in just a few minutes. But Alvin, welcome to the program. John, thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm super excited to be chatting with you today. Me too. Hey, so so tell me, so give me a little bit of background information about yourself, but tell me about this story about how you went from living in Australia to Germany. This yeah. is a pr- pretty cool story. It, thank you. It's a pretty fun story. So when I was living in Melbourne, Australia, I uh, am a pharmacist by profession. And so I used to buy and sell pharmacy-based businesses. Um, so, you know, pretty a lot of fun in running pharmacy-based businesses. And, you know, I was doing that for about 15 or 16 years, buying and selling. And I eventually had one uh, up until last year. And, you know, the pandemic came, as we know, and um, it was, you know, it was just getting a little bit difficult to live in Melbourne, Australia. At one stage, it was the worst place in the world in terms of restrictions. You know, you really couldn't go out at nighttime. They had curfews. You could only uh, walk or travel within a couple of kilometer radius, which is a couple of, you know, a little bit over two or three miles for you guys. And um, so my wife and I made the decision at that time, like, this is not how we want to live. Uh, we have the opportunity to really create our lives and do what we want, right? So um, she decided, we decided to move to Germany. So she quit her job. I sold my business pretty easy, put things into storage. And uh, and then we moved up over here. That is that is pretty interesting. So it, so why did you pick Germany? You could have picked any place in the world. We, we could have. But um, the my wife is from Germany and um, she had grown up here. And so we decided to to come here because she was very familiar with the place. I had never lived in Germany, um, and I was—I'm always up for a new experience. And uh, so here we are. That—that's just really cool. It is. So the thing is, is that so much. So now you're in Germany. You sold your businesses or your yeah. business in Australia. So now, what are you doing in Germany now? Absolutely. So when I so right. I am a business coach, so I help retailers improve their cash flow and profitability. That's just my particular niche. It's something I'm super passionate about. And I got into it because when I sold my last business, I was working with a business coach at the the time, Glenn. And, um, you know, Glenn kind of asked me, Alvin, what are you going to do when you move to Germany? I was like, dude, I've got no idea. Maybe I might buy another business or, or do something. And he highly recommended, he goes, you know, he told me that, you've been a really good client. You should really consider helping other people do the same other, you know, be a business coach. And I was like, nah, dude, I'm not going to do that. You know, I don't know. I have no idea what I'm doing. Um, we met up again on one of those goodbye dinners, so to speak, that I was doing with all my friends and, and close colleagues. And he really left an impression on me. So I kind of asked him, well, you know, what should I coach about? And he gave me a really good tip. And he suggested that, you know, 
go back to when I first started in business, if I could travel back in time, what would I tell my younger self? You know, what tips and strategies would I tell myself to sort of make that process of growing businesses, buying and selling businesses a little bit easier? So that's exactly what I did. Um, I created a program for a younger version of myself <laughs> because I'm sure there's other people in the marketplace that are going through the same thing. And um, so that's how I started to focus on cash flow and profitability from from day one. So that's my particular niche. And within that, I work with retailers because, you know, I was in the pharmacy retail space. I speak the retail language very well, been doing it for a long time, and I'm truly passionate about retail. So, um, yeah, it's like a win-win. So that's how I got to doing what I'm doing now. It's, that is such a great story. You know, the thing is, for me, the reason why I started Expansion Code and Expansion Code Radio was because there's lots of people out there that own a small retail business. It doesn't matter what really what you're doing in the retail space. Mm-hmm. It, it could be pharmacies for anything. Yes. But the thing is, is that when people go and they hear my story about how I went from one UPS store to 11 UPS stores, and I did that from starting the, in the beginning of 2011 to the end of 2014, I did it in such a, such a short period of time. You're talking about three years. Yeah. Went from one to 11. And then in 2015, I sold one of my locations. It just wasn't a good fit for us. Mm-hmm. And when I did that, it really made a, it, that one really made a difference. And now I have 10 locations. But the thing is, is that people don't know how to do that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how to do that in the beginning. I had to turn around and redo my model. I changed my business model by about three or four times. I bet in that three-year time span. Yeah, it's and it was it was difficult, and that's what I want to teach people how to do. Is that if you have a brick and mortar location, if you're a small business retail, and you want to expand into multiple locations, I can help you do that. Yeah. So that there's the whole reason why I created this podcast. It's not only just to help them expand into multiple locations, but just to help small business owners. Period. Yeah, um, I have a passion for these folks um, because I'm one. Exactly, and, and 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 you were the same way, buying and selling pharmacies and stuff. And the thing is, is that it is difficult if you don't know what you're doing. I totally. mean, the question is, is how many mistakes did you make in order to get proficient in what you were doing? Absolutely, I mean, so I many it's mistakes. a laundry list. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's, I mean, but the flip side of that coin is how much did you learn from those mistakes? So much. I learned so much that, you know, not that I realized it at the time, but upon reflection, you know, and hindsight's really great about that. Upon reflection, yeah, I absolutely learned lots and, you know, learned so much that in a way that I can now help other people do the same thing, right? And, you know, if I truly believe if, if somebody's ready to learn how they can sort of hack that curve, and uh, are opening to listening and to be coached and, you know, really determined and uh, about, you know, really creating something that's truly magical for their lives, then, um, you know, working with a coach or a consultant or having a mentor is, is a great way to do it. It definitely is. It's so important that, I mean, I, I truly believe that I need to be, I need to have a mentor or somebody pouring into me at all times, and then I need to be taking with my knowledge and pouring into someone else. It's like a circle of life kind of thing in business because because you're receiving and then you need to be giving. Yes. And it's a Absolutely. 
vitally important in what we do yeah. as business owners, period. And business coaches. Yeah. I think the, the act of contribution, I think, is often overlooked in business owners and in actually people in humanity themselves. You know, once you get to the place where you realize that you can provide value to others and help others, you know, under that, that banner of contribution, you as an individual actually get more fulfillment because you're helping somebody. And of course, the other person is now starting to get all your knowledge and, and the help that you're giving them. And you're right, you know, it's that whole thing of becoming a teacher. You know, when you start to teach somebody else, you actually get better at doing what you're doing. You can articulate what you can, you know, what you're trying to strategize and what you're trying to teach a lot better. And as you said, that circle of life just continues and everybody improves. So I think um, I think that's very well said by yourself, John. Like it. Um, thank you, Alvin. <laughs> and I think the other thing, too, I want to ask you about, I'm, I'm going to give you a little spill about me, but when I first, because I do business coaching myself, too, um, and I only take on maybe a handful of clients a year. It's people that are referred to me by someone else. I don't go through a very stringent process because, because you know, t- time is such a valuable commodity. Yeah. People don't understand how valuable their time is. If people would start putting value on their time instead of on their labor, it yes. would be they would they would be getting paid what they deserve to be paid. But. The biggest thing as far as coaching goes that I found when I first have to when I first have to deal with a client, I spend the first four or five sessions just on mindset. So can you talk to me a little bit about that? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm smiling because uh, I do something very, very similar. And I'm sure your mindset process involves a visioning process, maybe, but one of my processes is to start working on your vision as not necessarily as the business. We get to the the vision of the business later on, but I think the vision of you, the entrepreneur, the business owner. And, you know, when when I start first start working with clients, they get a little bit funny, like, you know, I'm here to help me with my cash flow and profitability. I was like, yes, we're going to get to that. But I think it's really important that we go through this process of, you know, kind of understanding yourself, like, what do you what are you trying to create for yourself? How do you see your life? What do you want it to be like? You know, what really excites you? What really drives you forward? What are your values? All these really challenging questions. And the reason we do this, the reason I do this, because it was done to me, you know, when I had my business coaches, but the reason I do this with my clients is that, you know, the, ideally we want this business to fulfill our lifestyle, to provide what we want out of life. And the, and the business is a vehicle to do that. And so when it really comes down to start dancing in our business, to start getting, doing all the things that your business coach is telling you, like you know, when it comes to documenting procedures or implementing things, it's going to get tough. And when it gets tough, if you don't have an overarching um, vision or something that's really pulling you forward on why you're doing this, like, you know, why am I really initially writing down systems and procedures and what does it mean for me? And without having that vision, and, and the mindset, like you say, it's going to make it very difficult and you're quite easily going to throw your hands up and go, oh, screw this, I'm done. Like, And then you're going to stop working with the coach and you're going to be really frustrated and you're going to go back to doing things the old way that you were doing and you're going to be stuck in, in that rat race again. So I think visioning is really, really important. It is very important. Um, I teach some of my clients um, how to use a vision board especially the, the people that are 
are are much more visually oriented than anything. Yeah. But but I think a vision board helps clear things up. You know, I mean, I, I truly believe that, you know, people have all these things in their mind and I and they have to what I call birth it into the world. Well said. They have to write it down. They have to write it down. Then they have to speak it. They have to tell someone about it, right? And then they need to put something visual up. Because that's the only way you really birth a dream or vision into the world. You gotta get it out of your head. Someone else has to know. So you have to have somebody to have be accountable to, right? Absolutely. And then you have to write it down. Writing it down is probably the most important piece of this. And then the next biggest piece is being able to visualize it every day. And so, you know, when, when it comes to business coaching, for me at least, I try to figure out where people are. And I talk a lot about awareness in, inside of my coaching. And I try to figure out where people are because most people, most business, how about this? Let, let me narrow this down. Instead mm. of just saying most people, let me narrow it down to what we're talking about. Most business owners, okay, have no earthly idea how much potential they have inside of them that they don't need anything else. They need to tap into their into their self before they can move forward. And that's Absolutely. part of the mindset piece that I do is that I, you know, I let them understand that you don't you can't buy any potential out here. You were born with all that you were ever going to need and that there's way more than you will ever use too. Absolutely. Because I don't know about you, Helen, but people are pretty lazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people are pretty lazy. And like you said, they don't really understand the potential they have, right? And and also, exactly like you said, the mere act of writing it down, putting it on a vision board, you know, that whole manifestation process, you know, you start to rewire your brain, right? Just a simple act of starting to write things down. You're making all these new neuronal connections and you're actually propelling yourself forward. But you're right. As business owners, it's not something, you know, we're ever taught. Um, you know, we, it's not something that's spoken about a lot. And, you know, the very, and it's really challenging to do this process on your own. You know, it's so much easier and you get better results when you work with somebody because, you know, they can sort of point you in the right direction, ask the right questions, facilitate that process, you know, getting that out of you. So, yeah, I think it's just such an underutilized secret weapon, really. And it's it's the basis of really building the fine foundations of a really good business. Yeah, people don't understand that business coaches are, we are just facilitators. We, we, we don't have the answers to everything. We can help and mm-hmm. help you with processes and we can give you certain things. But we are more, I mean, at least in the beginning, I don't know about you, Alvin, but me in the beginning, I'm always a facilitator. It's always, you know, meeting meeting the client where they are um, mentally, you know, on this, and then trying to figure out, first of all, what their big, what their, why are they not buying in to what they can do? Yes, I mean, it's, I agree. I mean, yeah, it's it, it's it's hard to get somebody unstuck. Do you Very. have a process with that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we have 
basically a visioning process uh, that we go through, right, with our clients. And, you know, we just get them to understand certain aspects of our of their lives. And one of the main areas that we focus on is sort of understanding um, your values in, as an individual, you know, what really what's really important to you. Uh, one of the other processes that we do is, you know, we try and incorporate what you really want to, what you really enjoy doing and what you might want to enjoy doing in the future, you know, when when you have created a successful business. And these, these are some of the dr- things that will actually drive us forward. But really, the act, like you said, of writing down, even thinking about these things opens up a world of possibilities for you. And, you know, I think a lot of people, they try and do their visioning and they try and do this part on their own. And a lot of business owners aim for perfection from the first instance, from the first go when they start to do this. And in my experience, uh, you know, it's it's really hard to get this right. And our vision and our mindset is a constantly evolving process, right? So I think one of the quick wins to have is to spend a little bit of time doing it and just get a version 1.0, uh, like do a version 1.0, get it out there. And then we can start to massage it as we move along. But as long as we've got the main areas of our vision and our mindset sorted, we can start the process of moving forward and then start to revisit it at the at a later date. You know, when we when we're starting to realize the power of how we're manifesting things and, and how things are actually happening, you know, you can start to play a bigger game. But I think it's you know really important that we start with baby steps and you know just help help the retailer or help the business owner along. Most definitely. Um <clears throat> I've got a great little exercise that I do with with my business clients. Um, and so what I do is that I have them write down like their goals and dreams as soon as we start. So I yep. need you to write them down. I need you just need you to talk talk to me about these things, right? And then I want you to fold it up and put it into an envelope and seal it, okay? And put the date that you did this, okay? And then stick, and then I want you to put that into a drawer. Three months later, because all my coaching is is set up on a on a uh, on a year yep. basis, and so then <clears throat> three months later, have them do the same exercise. Three months later, do the same exercise. Three months later, do the same exercise. Three months later, do the same exercise. So it's in the beginning, right? And then at the end of the year, <clears throat> I say, "This is what we're going to do now." Write down the same thing that you've done in the past. All right. He says, okay. And then I have him pull out all those envelopes and open them up and put them in chronological order. And I have the person read them out loud mm-hmm. from where they started to where their goal started now, right? Whatever their major goal was, right? Started yeah. into where it ends. And it is a morphing process. And, you know, and people don't understand that. And the thing is, is that if you're able to make that in little small chunks for these folks and they can see how that progression is, and then at the very end, I ask them, I say, what did I do during this process? Mm-hmm. And they, they look at me and they say, uh, I mean, well, you know, you did da, da, da. I said, nope. The only thing I did was help facilitate you. Yeah. I was here in this process to guide you and that was it. You did all this, not me. Yeah. And it's Absolutely. And it's just really interesting to watch these folks look at what they wrote down in the beginning. And then on the, that day when they redid this process, or I actually have them do it the day before we have our, our call, 
And they're just like, I can't believe this, John. This is this is crazy. This is ridiculous. Okay, I understand. And then once we read those read those goals out, it is an amazing transformation. Isn't it? Yeah. Totally. It's such a great process. And, you know, even that realization of how far they've come since the beginning from when they were working together with you, uh, I think that's also a process that's often underutilized. You know, uh, business owners are quite often hard on themselves. And just by appreciating how far you've come, and I love love that 12-month process that you have. That's a really great idea. But that process of uh, appreciation and understanding how far you've gone really helps you, uh, propels you forward as well. Because uh, once you realize, you know, how much actual work and the gain that you've made, it, uh, you know, it puts all that negative thought because a lot of business owners think, oh, I'm doing all these things, nothing is happening. But without even taking the time to realize that, you know, yeah, actually things are happening, you know, because a lot of business owners have that mindset. It's so important. Yeah, and the weird thing about it is, is that you can do the same thing with a vision board, like a physical vision board. Yeah, like you can start that in the beginning, and they put, and then they they visualize what their goals are. They put it all up. Exactly. I tell them say take a picture. Yeah, and then and then in you know in three months they reevaluate that, and then they change what they got to change. Exactly. That's the same thing. Yeah, and then and and, and and so the thing is, is that I think that when you break things down into Okay, these are events that are going to happen. We're going to work on all kinds of things in between here. But these are going to be events that we're going to come back to. These are topics. These are goals. These are dreams that we're going to come back to. And I want you to see how much they change. Because yeah. I did this years ago. I, I did this. And I was blown away. I was just like, you got to be joking. This is crazy. Yeah. And where, because the thing is, is that, and, I, and I'll tell you what it was. The story is this, is that I wrote down that I wanted to buy a UPS store in a neighboring town to where I live at. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to get it done in a year. Okay. A year later, I bought a UPS store, but it wasn't in that town and it was with someone else. Mm-hmm. And so then I wrote down my next goal. I want to make these two stores the most profitable stores there was. And then the next year, I bought three stores in a package deal. Mm-hmm. And I had no earthly idea. I was just like, no, no, that wasn't my goal. And the thing is, is that what people don't understand is that when opportunity knocks on your door, you have you have one or two choices that you can either take that opportunity or you can shut the door on that opportunity and pray that another opportunity shows up. And most people don't understand that. Mm-hmm. And so I encourage all my clients. I said, jump at any and every opportunity you have. I said, it may be a bad opportunity, but only get in toast, only get solely invested whenever you to a certain amount. Right. And it's just, I, I don't know. It just it just drives me crazy when people don't grab hold of opportunity that is sitting in front of them. What's your thoughts yeah. about opportunity? Yeah, I think every opportunity. Well, I think you need to real. Most business owners need to realize that there are multiple opportunities available to them. So you know, and quite often when they're stuck doing the day to day stuff in their business, they sort of don't realize that, and they slowly focus on their business. 
But, you know, opportunities come up everywhere. And I think it's really important that when they do come up, you know, we really need to sit down and, and have a look at it and determine if it's the right opportunity for us, obviously, and determine if we can really take this thing forward. So I think, you know, by doing a process of a, a vision board or having your goals written down, you're actually going to start to invite more opportunities that are going to come along, right? And a lot of those might resonate with you, some may not. But I think it's it's the, you know, it's the idea of being open to the opportunities and having some sort of process or some sort of thinking method in place to, you know, to sort of analyze or to see what you want to do with these opportunities. So what is your favorite part about helping these folks? Yeah, absolutely. So I actually, one of my biggest values, and we talked about values earlier, is actually contribution. And I love helping people, right? I'm a pharmacist by profession. So clinically, I like to help people when I was a pharmacist. I still am. But um, the process of change that I can see in my clients when they go through a coaching program and the satisfaction that I get out of seeing the change in my clients for the better, that's what I really, really love about it. And, you know, when you get somebody that's, you know, super excited and they listen to everything that you say and they take everything on and they implement and they execute and they get the results, that's, for me, uh, supremely satisfying. You know, to be able to put someone through this process that, you know, they had suspicions on before, they didn't think was, was possible, and to show them that what's possible in their business and, more importantly, what's possible in their life, right? That's what I'm all about. And so that's what I love about doing the coaching now. You know, what I didn't re- that's what I didn't realize when I was a business owner on how, on how powerful this process can be in, in changing somebody's life and having an impact for the better. So, you know, that's what I love about this stuff. It's so much fun too. And, of course, you know, you get to meet some amazing people, and all over the world, the bulk of my clients are in the U.S., but, um, yeah, it's just fantastic to be able to facilitate change in others. So I'm going to put you on the spot here, Alvin. Uh-huh. So what is your favorite customer-client story that you have? Because everybody has one. If anybody's ever been in retail, they have there and it, and then here's the crazy thing about it it could be a negative story and that could be really funny it could be a positive story that could be really funny it could be anything in between that in the gamut sure. yeah but what is your favorite customer client story that you have yeah absolutely so i i've had a client who was running a retail business obviously um and when she came to me she was in a in a cash flow situation which is uh, how i market myself that's how i attract usually all my clients and you know she was working 70 80 hours in her business it was a gift shop business really had no time for herself for her family literally was all over the place in terms of systems and procedures and you know she came I guess from her background, she came from an academic background and so she felt that she had to do everything in her business. So when she came to me, she had never done a vision before or or understood her mindset before. So that was really uh, fundamental to her embracing that process and moving forward. But what I love about this story is once she understood, you know, there was more to her life than this business and this business was just a facilitator for her life 
I could really see the light bulb went on and she's really started implementing things really, really quickly. And, you know, so now we've been working uh, about six months or so. So she's gone from working 70 hours in the business. She's trimmed it back down to 40. She's really embraced the idea of getting help, um, you know, and really following her passions in life outside of the business. And for me, that's a supreme success story because I'm all about, you know, freedom and adventure and doing the things that you love doing. And, and the business is a vehicle for that. So, yeah, she, she would be my, my star pupils thus far yeah <clears throat> i really love that um my big saying is that you got to quit working in your business and you yeah. got to start working on your business correct and that means that you don't have to be so for me you know i don't have to be at the counter waiting on customers all the time you know and you are right uh systems and procedures are i mean a huge piece I mean, I couldn't have as many businesses if I that I have now if I didn't have exactly. systems and procedures. Yeah. And it's so vitally important that we implement these things and get the help that you need. If if and that's the crazy thing about this, is that as a small business owner, I turn it turns out that I'm very good at creating systems and procedures. Mm-hmm. Um and I didn't realize because it really doesn't fit with my personality, but it's a skill set that I have that I'm really good at. Right. Um, it's amazing the skill sets we have that we don't like. It's yeah. Totally 100% amazing. Um, but going back to this whole piece of her moving forward, her being able to get her vision and, and you helping her, the thing is, is that when we take our time and really invest in, the people that want to invest in themselves. It is a gratifying piece that I didn't realize that I was going to get. Yeah. It was one of these things that showed up that I was just like, huh? It was, it's very much like a byproduct. You know, it, you have to go into it, the mindset of, listen, I'm going to help this person. I'm going to give to this person. Um, and even though they're paying you, but I'm, but I'm going to do this freely and and help them. And 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 when I say freely, I mean that I'm going to give all of myself to these folks exactly. and try to help them. And and the thing is, is that, and and in reality, it's very little money that they're really paying us. If you really get into the for for what they're getting in return, yes. The I mean, it's very little money, very very little money. Because I don't know about you, but I, but I charge ten thousand dollars for a year's piece. Okay. Like I said, I only take on probably about a half dozen clients. Mm-hmm. I don't take on it's not for the money. No. But they have to they have to have skin in the game. But for sure. For ten thousand dollars for what they're gonna get. I mean, I used to pay a coach ten thousand dollars a year yeah. to do this. And it would and I and I would get ten tenfold back on what I paid. Absolutely. And so the thing is, is that once they, I mean, once people really realize what they're getting back out of this, um, it's it's just one of these crazy things that once they understand what they're going to get out of this and how much it can change their lives, it almost becomes <laughs> an addiction for them. To get more, and I mean, once people get in these growth modes, tell me a little bit about, about about what you've seen. Whenever people get in growth mode, this this um, 
this identity of what I call continual learner. Yes. Tell me yes. a bit about that. Yeah, I think that's that's a really good observation. And yeah, I've noticed that as well. And, you know, I've definitely noticed that in myself as well, but with my clients also, once you start this process and, you know, I think as human beings, a lot of us uh, underappreciate the, you know, the value of continual growth until we've been exposed to it. So obviously when you're working with a coach or a mentor, you, you're going to start to learn things and you, you're going to start to grow. But personal growth, as an individual, once you get onto that train, it's you just realize that you have infinite potential in what you can achieve, what you can learn, what you can do, and you just get really hungry, right? And you just want to keep learning and doing things, and you know, and that propels you forward in terms of your life. I think one of the main reasons of you know of happy people is that they're continually learning and growing, and you know, pushing their minds forward. And you're right, it's it's almost like an addiction, but it's a great addiction because now you're just starting to really, you know, roll out what's possible in your life. So, yeah, this is a common trait. And, and I'm sure it happened to you, John. It's definitely happened to me and it's still happening to me. It's a, I, I suspect it's going to be a lifelong process. Yeah, most definitely. It's, um, you know, I, I personally have taken on this identity of continual learner. And the mm-hmm. reason why is, is that, because it is a it's a pretty safe identity. So, you know, so you can say, hey, okay, I can identify as I'm a father. I can identify as, as that I'm a husband. I can identify as I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a small business owner. I am whatever, right? But if I personally identify as I am a continual learner, that means that any failures I have, any mistakes I make, if somebody says, John, you're just stupid. Okay, great. I'm a continual learner. So this way I'm going to continue to learn and I won't be stupid. Mm-hmm. It's, it's this, it's this. One, that's one thing I love about the mindset of a continual learner is that it is, it, it, it pads the walls around you, right? It, it, I mean, and the thing, I mean, it, and it, how about this? It helps make you feel safer, not safe, but safer than you, than you are in normal life. Because the thing is, is that once you get in this mindset, well, I'm, I'm continuing to learn. It doesn't matter what's happening because now you're in this growth mindset of I'm going to be, be, I'm going to be a better version tomorrow than I am today. And once people get into that, it is just, that's where all the potential is that and then awareness. So, let me ask you another question real quick, and then we're going to get off here. Yeah. But inside your training, do you do any training on awareness with people? It's something that I do in my longer format program. Um, and the way I approach awareness is I'm a meditator myself, so we go through some mindfulness exercises. And um, not necessarily meditation. I'm. It really depends on the individual and there are so many ways that we can go about awareness, whether it's uh, through sport that you're doing. But, you know, the the approach that we take is even that, that discussion of awareness and bringing it to whatever it is that you're doing or chosen to do at that moment to facilitate that awareness is, um, is something that we, that we pull through. So, and, you know, awareness especially in today's, uh, you know, digital world with our mobile phones is something that's often lost, right? 
And so to take that simple step often blows people's minds. It just, you know, we just really got to take it slow and be totally in tune with what it is that we're doing, whatever we're doing. So that's, uh, I try and tailor that or, you know, try and resonate that with, with my client. Yeah. For me, um, awareness starts off. I, I do a really cool little exercise that, that you may want to pick up here is that I asked the, ask the, the clients, you know, what, what is your favorite car? Okay. Mm-hmm. And then I ask them, what is, their, what is your favorite color of that car? And they speak it out loud. And then somebody, so then I say, okay, I want somebody. So let's say it's a red Porsche. Okay. And then I tell them to visualize that in their head. And as they're visualizing it, I want them to close their eyes. And I want them to say out loud about 20 or 30 times the vehicle, red Porsche, red Porsche. And they got their minds closed and they are visualizing that, right? And then I say, okay, now, whenever you go out for this next week or so, you're going to notice every red Porsche that is in your peripheral vision, you're going to notice this stuff. And they're just like, no. I said, okay, close your eyes, visualize it again, said another 30 times. Okay. No. Okay, that's fine. Go out into the world. So then the next week or two, whenever I see them or talk to them again, they're just like, Oh, I hate you, John. All thing I see now is red Porsches. I see them everywhere I go, everything else. And I'm just like, so we just barely tapped into awareness inside of you. Yeah, exactly. And and so and so it's a great little thing. Um <clears throat> I also also do lots of I've also done lots of research and studies on the subconscious mind. So anyhow, that that that, that there's a whole nother that there's a whole nother piece alvin that i could get into but i'm not totally. going to get into it today yeah so um so alvin so give me a little bit of information about how people can contact you get a hold of you for um for 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 your business stuff for being more profitable so yeah if somebody so if i got a a, a listener out there how can they get more of alvin absolutely so the best way to get in touch with me is via linkedin or Facebook, just search my name, Alvin Nasi. But if you also put me into Google, I come up everywhere. And all of those places, you can contact me, send me a message, let me know you heard me here with John on Expansion uh, Code Radio, and we can continue the conversation from there. Yeah, and most of what I'm going to do, Alvin, is that in, in my notes today, I will turn around and put all of the links. I'll put in LinkedIn, yep. I'll put your website, I'll put Excellent. all that stuff in there for you. And then this way they can just click in the notes and get more of you, Alan. Well, nice listen, I really do appreciate you. Yeah, I really do appreciate you coming out on the show today and giving some wisdom. I always love talking to other coaches. Thanks, John. That was really good fun. Yeah, really great to talk to you as well. Uh, certainly, I learned a lot from you as well from your your coaching methods. So, yeah, I had a really fun time. Thank you so much. Thanks, Alvin. And folks, we will see you on the next one. Thank you so much for joining me today and listening to this episode. Hopefully, what I shared with you will help you in your business journey as we share to help others expand their minds, businesses, and profits. If this episode did help you, be sure to share it with someone else that you know that it will help. We can only achieve our mission if we share it with others and always give first. I hope I can also help you even further by sharing my resources. It is a page that contains all the digital assets we use to expand our business and to help us free up time. The great thing about this page is completely free. 
Just go to resources.expansioncode.com to get your free access. Thank you again for tuning in. Have a fantastic day, my friends.